0: Uh, good morning to all. Uh, nice to see you in this virtual meet. The only thing is I can't see your faces, I can see only names here, but uh, uh, this is welcome to the technology. you know So this is how it is. Uh, how um, I'm very happy to be here uh, to just probably not uh, preach or anything, but to just share a little bit of what uh, personally, how I'm going through things and also how I look at the Word of God and how it's encouraging me. Um, I got introduced to CBMC by my friend Bastin. I think Bastin is also here, I think. Uh, Spoke in a few of uh, the meetings and what Bastin has invited uh, me. Uh, But it's been great. Uh, Good to know that uh, you all are meeting up every week uh, and doing this. And uh, I like the word, the marketplace. Uh, Some of the most effective uh, communication happens in the marketplace. And uh, the word influence also comes from marketplace. So this morning, um, I'm just going to... uh, basically share about, uh, you know, a little bit about what uh, I'm seeing as a perspective from what God is uh, uh, dealing with or God is expecting us and uh, I take very practical live examples and uh, uh, actually uh, every day in my home, uh, we have three children and every day we connect with my, I sit with my wife and we have a kind of a small Bible study every day in our home and uh, uh, and last week, uh, as I was talking to my family, uh, uh, my son asked me a question, uh, how do we know that God is speaking to us? You know, it's a very uh, interesting question he asked me, and I'm taking that as a theme uh, for our morning devotion. Uh, but uh, before I go in, uh, let's have a quick word of prayer and just jump into the topic. And I like to also see if we can interact. Uh, being a media trainer, uh, I like interaction. Uh, so that it's not one-way communication. But let's see if time is uh, time is there. If time is there, we could have a few questions and we'll finish on time. Uh, let's just uh, have a word of prayer and we'll start into the discussion. Lord, we thank you, Father, for this morning. Uh, everyone is special in your sight. Uh, and Lord, we are depending on you uh, to do what you have called us for. Uh, the marketplace uh, meetings are great, Lord. You are a marketplace leader. Uh, help us to see what you have for us in our journey, bless this time. We want you to speak. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so I'm just going to share my screen and I like this word. Uh, are you able to see my screen? Thumbs up, some reaction here. Uh, Samson, good? Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. Uh, I like this word, just believe, and uh, I don't know, this word just comes very close to my life also. Uh, it's not believing, it's uh, just believe. In other words, uh, <laughs> it's not blind belief, it's just believe. I like this word. So I say a frank talk, uh, next few minutes, it's a frank talk with Ashwin is what I really push, what, like to position this word, uh, this morning uh, devotion. Uh, everyone uh, goes to a time where we need to understand that there are decisions we need to make. You know? And it's this these decisions which really uh, build us or break us. So uh, there are several decisions uh, I've made right, several decisions I've made wrong. However it is, I constantly go back to God and say, Lord, uh, I need your presence. I need you. Uh, this is the question I'm posing, uh, you know, which I got from my son. How do I know God is speaking to me? And I've, I've asked this question several times in my walk with the Lord in my own area of work, uh, the decisions I do, how do I know God is speaking to me, especially uh, how do I know God is speaking to me when there's so much changes happening? You know, change is part of life. Uh, and last two years, three years, we are seeing a lot of changes happening. A lot of changes in business, a lot of changes in marketplace. Uh, even in fact, even the meetings, I know before pandemic, you would have met in one place. Now you're meeting on Zoom. So there's a lot of changes happening. But how do I know God is speaking to me is a question which many ask, uh, irrespective of uh, in whichever faith level we're in. Uh, Because every decision we take is a make or break. And uh, so this is a question I would like to position this morning for our thought. And uh, I'm looking at a very interesting character uh, and a great man of God from the Bible to take as an inspiration. And then I'm going to give some my own journey a little bit uh, to just give you a context of uh, why I'm picking this character. The character I'm, I'm actually positioning is Isaiah. I know it's a very... Uh, a very critical character uh, in the bible a great man of god great prophet in fact if you uh, look at the whole context uh, jesus christ actually uh, goes and reads isaiah so if christ had to go and read isaiah in the synagogue i think we got to know the backdrop of this person you know isaiah is uh, in a time where this israel is not in the tops uh, and god is sending isaiah with a mission it's a very critical mission it's like uh, Yesterday, I was talking to my brother's son, who actually is a very cricketer, is a very, very, very passionate cricketer, you know, and he he, he came with a medal yesterday and he said, you know what, I got six wickets. And uh, I asked him, oh, great, uh, did, how, so what's the winning score? He said, no, I got six wickets. They gave me the man of the match, but we lost the game. Uh, it's very interesting, you know, Isaiah has is called uh, into a field where God tells him you go, but they will not listen. You go, but they will not listen. You go and speak, they will not listen, but still you go, very interesting context. So I just thinking through this cricket game and I was thinking to myself, suppose if God was to to tell us, uh, you go, you may win a lot of wickets, you may get a lot of wickets, but you know what, the game is lost, Uh, but still you have to go. This is the context in which uh, Isaiah was sent. But again, I'm giving you a very practical, literal uh, uh, example of the game, but technically the game is won uh, in the whole story of Isaiah. But uh, a very interesting person, you know, where God is saying, you go, but they will not listen, you know. And I was thinking through the qualities, you know, one of the key things which Stand Apart is this consistent lifestyle. Uh, Consistent lifestyle is something which Isaiah stood to the ground, you know. And we are in the marketplace, you know, uh, we are known by our lifestyle. We are known by our word. We are known by who is, who is who, you know. Do we maintain that integrity? So I think consistent lifestyle is something which Isaiah took. In spite of several kings, he stood. You look at Daniel, you know, uh, several, he worked under several kings, but consistent lifestyle. Nehemiah, uh, you look at Jeremiah, all these big names, Consistent lifestyle, uh, irrespective of what changes happened. You know, uh, I remember uh, you know Billy Graham when he was speaking in the TED Talk. so I was wondering, uh, what is Billy Graham doing in TED Talk? And here is Billy Graham in TED Talk, uh, coming and saying, uh, you know, great technology, uh, Silicon Valley and all. But he's asking a question. You know, can can one of you in this uh, Silicon Valley with Valley with this great technology? Uh, actually, uh, can you give, uh, can you can you really find solutions for life's problem? You know, uh, uh, jealousy, greed, technology can't find solutions for all this. So, Billigram, till the end, consistent lifestyle, Isaiah, consistent lifestyle. The question I'm asking is, uh, the consistent lifestyle are we able to go through? That when people look at me, my calling, with the media work which God has given to us, with the changes, with all this, am I consistent in my lifestyle? Uh, so Isaiah was consistent. Number two, uncompromising conviction, uncompromising. Uh, today we live in a world which is very much compromising, uh, but uncompromising conviction was the key USP of Isaiah. Clear vision, clear vision. How many of us, uh, as we've gone through this change in the last two years, I've had a very clear vision of what the next five years of our business would be, of next 10 years of our business would you. And I'll tell you very honestly, coming from a television background, coming from a bank loan scenario, uh, coming from an entrepreneur's background, a first generation, uh, typical entrepreneur. Uh, but I'm just telling you, it's been, it's just this clear vision, which has been driving us. And it's not easy. It's not easy. Even to have that clear vision is one thing, but to implement the clear vision is not easy. There's so many changes happening. So three points, consistent lifestyle, uncompromising conviction and clear vision uh, coming out very loudly. I'm just sticking on to uh, this particular verse uh, in Isaiah. And I'm and again, this is not going to be a, a deep Bible study, but a more uh, life oriented uh, talk. Uh, when I was myself asking this question, uh, we're doing so much changes with uh, this pandemic scenario where we are actually, from a traditional television background, from what we do, we carry a lot of Christian content. So I myself feel we need to, yes, one side television will continue. That's not a problem. But then we are saying, how do we space our position of our, our, our ministry into the next five years, ten years? And, uh, and then the question comes is there's so much changes, so much investment to do How do I know that God is with me in all these decisions, you know? And we make very, very huge risks. Uh, It's a a make or uh, break situation. And then right when all these questions were going on, this verse comes to us. Uh, The first thing which God is telling us is, uh, for the Lord will help me. Very interesting word, you know. Uh, Isaiah sent into the field uh, saying, you go, they will not listen. But here is this verse which says, the Lord will help me. And then comes the second word. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. And look at these words, you know. This morning, Monday morning, uh, you may be in a situation where saying, Lord, I need to hear your word. And the word is coming to you saying, for the Lord will help you. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Very interesting word. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint. I was just saying, what is this meaning called flint? Flint is something where you're rock solid. You know, you're standing there, uh, even if something hits you, you're not going to shake. I remember, uh, you know, the uh, West Indies and the uh, match where uh, uh, New Zealand and West Indies were there. And uh, here was Vivian Richards, you know, where they were uh, trying to intimidate the bowling, you know, where you had great bowlers from those days. And West Indies would not, uh, like Viv Richards would just stand there and face that ball, you know. And that look would change the bowler. It will actually uh, give jitters to the bowlers. So that is what is called standing like a flint. Uh, very, very interesting word. You know, maybe you should go back and do a small devotion on that. But, and I know that I will not be ashamed. These are words coming from Isaiah chapter 50, verse 7. Just want to encourage you with these words, because this is an encouragement to me. Uh, you know, the questions which God is asking, uh, uh, putting before me, saying yes, uh, as much as it's e- uh, tough forward, uh, but know that I will be with you. I will help you. Uh, you will not be displaced. Uh, just be like a flint. Just be there, strong, and know that I will not let you to go ashamed. Uh, so these words are coming very strongly, and uh, in my own life, I'm seeing a lot of changes. I've seen uh, lots of ups and downs. You know, starting from. Uh, you know, uh, take whether it's workplace, marketplace, ministry, everything has been, uh, you know, you've got to take that hard stand saying that, you know, God is with me. So I think here Isaiah is saying, uh, this verse comes to us this morning for those who are saying, how do I know that these decisions, God is with me, you know, and this verse spoke to me last week as uh, I was going through some major decisions in my own life. So here I'm just going to give you very briefly uh, the mandate which uh, Isaiah was looking into and then I'm jumping into some practical things which happened in my own life uh, and the mandate which I told you for Isaiah was uh, to go and tell his people and look at this verse, look at this mandate. Uh, he said, God is telling Isaiah go uh, you know speak, but they will never understand they will see but not but but look at the way Isaiah looked at it you know Isaiah said, in spite of it, I'll go. Uh, And if you look at all these characters, uh, minor prophets and major prophets, all of them were sent. Uh, Today, God is asking us to be in the marketplace, but still do what it's called for. So that's the big thing, you know, still can we still do and carry the mandate which God has given to us. That's the question which we need to ask ourselves. Yes, it's tough. This pandemic has been really, really tough. in this last two years, uh, we have jumped into major investments into future technologies. And the frustration with technology is uh, it, you don't, it's not immediate. It takes a lot of time for people to use technology and then give response. And it takes time. Uh, maybe you're going through a change uh, or maybe you need to say, listen, I've been doing business this way, but maybe I need to change. Uh, but then look at the way Isaiah was uh, so focused. And there are four things coming up. And this is the four pillars I want to leave you with this morning. Uh, The four pillars are very clear. If you follow these three pillars, you'll get the fourth package. And then you know that you are in sync with God's uh, word. Because God speaks and everyone can listen. And if you want to really be in sync with God's voice, I see Isaiah's character in uh, uh, in 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 this pillars. One is the Isaiah's character. Number two, the perspective in which we, Isaiah moved. Uh, number three, the courage which he had to stand. You know, and if we have these three as a package, the fourth is going to be favor. Um, just leaving these four things for thought. You know, character, uh, perspective, courage, and uh, the fourth thing is favor. You know, so these are things which we see very uh, hard for in our life. Characters doing what is right when it seems difficult. I remember many years back in uh, I think 2001, I went into a major contract. Uh, this was a large contract, so because of the largeness of the contract, I brought all the uh, stakeholders together. I wanted to be very upfront. and uh, in the whole process, uh, I lost a lot of things because of being upfront. This was in 2001, too. The reason I'm sharing this is because Character is doing what is right when it seems difficult. Uh, everybody told—I mean, most of us uh, who look at these situations—say, Ashwin, in a, as a, from a business sense, what he did was wrong. It's not right. People who took me for a ride. There are people who really cheated me, and at the and end of the day, I didn't get what I was supposed to get. But I was very upfront, very straight. And in a world where people, uh, you know, think that being straight is foolish, uh, you know, I just took to my word and I did it. 20 years after this happened in 2001-2002, this whole thing happened. And when I met the people who took me for a ride, all of them are in a mess. Uh, And they look at me and they say, Ashwin, uh, you know, we see you uh, and we see God working in through you. And God has kept us moving. And uh, people who have taken shortcuts, we have seen them, uh, you know, not lasting long. The question is doing what is right when it seems difficult. I think this is very, very uh, very relevant today, especially for business people. Uh, It may look that we are going through a tough thing, but on the long run, it pays. So what kind of situations, what kind of visions are we doing? And how is people looking at us when it comes to our character? Perspective, an understanding of what must happen to reach a goal. This is something which I love a lot. Uh, there are several times in my own life where I've seen, uh, I have to take a, take up a call, you know, I've been into major media campaigns in Mumbai and in other places where you have to just take a call. I remember uh, there was a meeting in uh, Bombay uh, many years back and uh, we were doing a major volunteers meeting to train them on uh, answering phone calls and uh, I was in this leadership with about 10 uh, key leaders and uh, and we said we we're going to have volunteers meeting and a voice came from then saying, Ashwin, you don't understand, uh, people don't come. This is Mumbai, you're from Chennai. But I just said, no, listen, let's just go in and try it. And uh, you won't believe, uh, you. I, I just had the goal in mind, prayed about it, and I believe God is going to help. And we pushed through that meeting. And guess what? In the city of Mumbai, we trained about 13,000 volunteers. I remember that day when I, was there in that meeting place, 13,000 people came just for training. Uh, but then ima- imagine also the perspective. Suppose if I had not taken that call and stood my ground and said, let's not, let's push the meeting, irrespective of what happens, let's stand our ground. I don't think we would have, we would have trained 13,000 volunteers. The point I'm saying is uh, perspective, an understanding of what must happen. It's not what may happen, what must happen to reach a goal. I think this is something which we have to take. You know, do or die. We take it, but we take it and stay focused like a flint. You know, this is something which I'm learning, and I've learned uh, uh, whenever uh, people say it's impossible, not possible. I think through and say, why is it not possible? You know, wh- what what do we need to do? Go back to the word. See, get God. I'm not saying everything you got to fight. I'm just saying there are certain things which you know that you have to take the decision, and you know it's right. Uh, you know, you have the peace of mind, but people are saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying, uh, you've got to believe and take that gut feeling and say, let's do it. That's uh, perspective, you know, um, Nehemiah had that perspective. Uh, he was in a comfort zone, but he just took that perspective to say, hey, you know what? Uh, let me go and meet the king. Let us let 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 me do this. It's a do what I situation. Let me try. Uh, so today, are we able to look at that in our life? Taking risk, I don't have to say uh, all of us are in are in marketplace. Taking a risk is all about uh, you know not what what we are doing in our comfort zone. It's what we are doing uh, in our comfort zone to go out of our comfort zone. Uh, that's what uh, risk is all about. Um, everything can't happen in the comfort zone. I've uh, last two years we have taken tangible risks uh, in technology, invested a lot of money. Uh, do we have we uh, have we got back our returns? No. Have we taken risks? Yes. Do you, do you know where it's going? Yes, we know where it's going. Do you believe in the vision? Yes, we believe in the vision. Uh, but questions, uh, why is it not happening immediately? It takes time. I've been through these things, you know, so God is uh, encouraging you and me, you know, we have to take risks, but we are going to take risks based on the goals we have. So uh, God is asking us to take certain risks. You know, you can't be on a safe zone always. The fourth thing is the favor. It enables us to attract and empower others in the cause. When we have uh, these three packages, first three packages, God will give us favor. You know, this is another word which comes through. Uh, just a personal experience I'll share and uh, and then probably I'll summarize it. Uh, I know that we finish on time. Um, I remember, uh, I think this is seven years back, uh, Bangalore, uh, we organized media conferences. And uh, one of the things which I... I've learned in organizing media conferences is about every city I've gone to. Uh, I organize I organize large media conferences where I train people using media. I tell them, you know, this is what is future. For the last 13 years, uh, we've been doing this in city to city, and every city I go in, uh, it's always the same pushback, uh, saying, Ashwin, um, you know, people uh, people will not come. Uh, this is something which people will not pay. Uh, da, 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 da. it's the same story every city and every story I've seen amazing success example in Calcutta when we organized a media conference people said when people here uh, you know will not come they will not pay and come I said no but they have it will happen so uh, people they said people will count in pennies I said that's fine but let's organize a media conference and let's do it this happened uh, I think nine eight years back or something and One of the best media conferences we had was in Calcutta. Uh, Overflowing capacity, no seats. So uh, one such media conference was in Bangalore. And I remember we had a great conference, uh, more than, I think 450, 500 delegates came. Um, Third day, uh, settling the bills. Uh, Settling the bills is another amazing experience. Um, You know, you, you just have to pay the bills, but God amazingly provides you. Settle the bills. And uh, there was one particular payment which was supposed to come already, it was paid, but somehow it was a Saturday. So the, the hotel did not get that money. And finally, uh, I, I, I was just, uh, I, next day morning I was supposed to fly somewhere else and I'm stuck there saying, it's been sent, but you know I have to still clear that bill, last bill. Everybody uh, coming to, wishing me and saying, Ashwin, great conference, great conference. And here I am, at uh, night, 11 o'clock, setting the bill for the conference and all that. All this is happening. And uh, then I said, okay, let me stay back. I'll clear the bill and go. Long story short, early morning, next day, early morning, I got a call from my office in Chennai. That time I had an office in Vryapata, which is a rented place. And uh, the call came saying, uh, Ashwin, um, we had a, a fire accident. <laughs> well, I said, what? Uh, four o'clock in the morning. I missed. I, I couldn't take the call because late night, I, stepped, I got up at seven o'clock, had a fire accident. I said, um, what do you mean fire accident? He said, no, there were two fire engines. It was, a, it was a fire accident, but they said, not much damage. Uh, I don't know what, what, what do you mean? Fire accident, not much damage, you know? And uh, this is uh, what was my office. Uh, it was burnt out. <laughs> uh, this is what they said, not much damage. Uh, they were trying to uh, not discomfort me, but when I uh, came back, I flew down that day evening, I came back and this is what I exactly saw. It shocked me. Uh, because uh, I said, uh, you know, what do we do now? And we were not prepared for this. You know, we were not at all prepared for this. We were uh, just going in one wavelength, and it was being tough that time, where our income, my expenditure, all going hand to hand. And here came the fire accident. And I asked my uh, team, and my my uncle was looking after the finance. And I asked him, uh, did we get in? Did we put insurance? And uh, we just didn't do insurance. We forgot to renew it or whatever. We just. Uh, we didn't have an insurance cover. So everything was lost. Um, so I had two situations. I looked at this fire accident and I said, uh, what do we do now? We need a lot of uh, money to, re, you know, to re-put it back and situation. But then what do we do? So then came this. Uh, came back home. Next day morning, I remember we were in a small room. About 30 people all crammed in one room. We had a team of 35 that time. And uh, you won't believe, when I was just looking at the team, this word called flint, you know, you're, you're, you, don't, you don't move back, you don't look at the an issue and move back, you stand there as rock solid, you won't believe, I stood there, prayed about it, one side my team saying we don't have the money to, we need a lot of money to go this, then some ideas, where people are giving some ideas, I, do this. I said no, Let's think, listen, this fire accident came, I think we are moving to another place. Uh, immediately, they jumped up and said, where are we moving? I said, I know, I don't know, but we are moving to another place. Let's get back. We are going to repaint, but we are moving to another place. And I had such confidence, such peace of mind in me when I said that. Absolutely, no, with, with, n- with, not, with not thinking through anything, I just looked straight at all my team members and said, we are moving to another place. Um, my uncle who was handling the finance, he said, uh, are you crazy? We need uh, so much money to move. And uh, how are you going to move? I said, no, God will provide. Friends, long story short, and I'm closing with this point. Um, we moved to our own property, and uh, this is the place where I'm off. my office is situated. I never wanted to come here. We wanted to give this place on rent, but this is exactly where I'm sitting now, in a, in a, in a beautiful place in Ananaga. And it's a, this is another story, probably another CBMC meeting, I'll explain to you how, I, how we got this property. It's another story by itself. Okay. Everything in my life is a story. So, uh, but then more than here, and I knew very clearly amidst the fire accident, God would not put me ashamed. God will not let me down. Just stood, just believe. I just believed in God and said, Lord, this is the situation. I don't have the capacity to move, but I know one thing that with, if you're going in front, like Moses said, if you're going in front, I will go forward. And God took me and now I understand why that fire accident came and how God moved me to this building. If the fire accident would not have come, I would not have moved. Uh, so sometimes God would shake us up. Uh, it could be technology change, it could be anything. Shake us up to out of our comfort zone to go to the next level. I'm leaving you with this thought, Isaiah 57. For the Lord will help me. Think about that, for the Lord will help me. Therefore, I will not be dis- disgraced. Therefore, I've set my face like a flint. And I know that I will not be ashamed. So, if you're going through situations, I'm just saying, just believe, just believe. You know, the, the, you know, you may have lost some battles, but uh, losing one or two doesn't mean you lost the game. The game is still on. Uh, and if you are in a situation where uh, I need to know, you know, how do I know God is talking to me? Go back to that uh, four points which I showed you. You know. Uh, character, perspective, you know, clarity of vision uh, and favor. God will give us that. So my whole story this morning for you all is, uh, you know, keep moving. Uh, vision making is all about taking risks. Uh, study the word of God. Last two years has been has been tough for me as much as it's been tough for you. Uh, but I've said, let me go back. Take the calls which I need to take. Believe God for miracles. Believe God for miracles and keep walking that faith. So I just want to leave uh, with you with this thought. Uh, I don't want to go on and on. I have lots of stories to share. Uh, Bastard knows everything in my life is a story. And uh, I don't know whether we have time for questions or if it's uh, done, um, we can close with prayer. Okay, so let's pray. uh, Get a job. Yeah, Felix has sent a request. Lord, we want to thank you, father for this morning time. Lord, we are all going through situations. But Lord, we know one thing that you will not let us down. And Lord, the more we trust you, the more you will help us in our decision making. And the more we are in sync with you in decision making, the more mess we get into. Lord, we pray that everyone who has come today will go back to this verse, Isaiah 50 verse 7. They will claim that verse this week and in this year. Let this verse stand for us as a promise, as a pillar for us, Lord, in the work we do. We pray for Felix, Lord, who is uh, asking this prayer request for his cousin, uh, Lord, in Mumbai for, uh, to get a job. Lord, I pray, Lord, this prayer request will be answered. We put it at your feet, Lord Jesus. You know our needs. And, Lord, we surrender our life to you. As Isaiah, Lord Jesus, he never wavered. He went forward knowing this assignment was tough. But, Lord, he won the prize. Help us to win the prize. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us this morning. We pray for this group. Bless them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.